Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. At SFO, you can discover award-winning flavors and unique shops all before takeoff. Learn more about what's at SFO at flysfo.com. Hey, it's Avery Truffleman, host of Articles of Interest. And I've got to say, I've been a fan of KQED ever since I was a little kid, and I would come out to San Francisco to visit my grandma. It was just What we'd always turn on every time we got in the car, every time we were making dinner and turning on the radio, was always KQED. And then over the years, I've become a massive fan of KQED podcasts because this is local reporting at its best. These are answers to questions you've always wanted to know, interviews with exciting, unusual voices, necessary journalism, all told with love and care and artistry. And did you know that a majority of KQED's funding actually comes from members? It's just people like you and me supporting the programs they love while also getting access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want to sign up and be a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support. From KQED. Good morning. This is the California Report. I'm Adi Bolaños in San Francisco. Oil companies spent big in California's election this year, and for good reason. Governor Gavin Newsom is calling on lawmakers to take action to drive down gas prices in a state where drivers pay far more than anywhere else. Here he is at KQED in October. They're ripping you off. They're ripping every one of us off. And we're going after these companies. KQED politics correspondent Marisa Lagos looks at how Newsom's proposal could fare with the new class of lawmakers being sworn in today and the official start to the state's legislative special session. Oil companies pumped more than $8 million into state legislative races this cycle, placing their bets to elect the most oil-friendly candidates. Much of that money was used not to back more traditionally sympathetic Republicans, but to prop up Democrats they see as more moderate and more open to industry concerns than their progressive Democratic opponents. Doug Morrow does opposition research on behalf of progressive Democrats. He says oil companies have become more and more active in Democratic politics since the state passed its first landmark climate change law in 2006. So as California has become a bluer and bluer state and there are more and more Dem versus Dem general races, the business community and specifically the oil industry has focused more and more on electing moderate Democrats. Whether their multi-million dollar bet will pay off this year remains to be seen. Take the biggest spender this cycle, an independent committee funded by Valero, Chevron, Marathon Petroleum and Phillips 66. That group alone pumped $5 million directly into eight races this fall. Just two of their candidates lost. That's not a bad batting average, but even when their candidates win, there's no guarantee they'll do oil's bidding in the state capitol. Take the costliest race of this cycle, a Senate contest in Sacramento between two Democrats, where the oil group poured $1.6 million into backing Angelique Ashby, who ultimately won. Ashby, however, had pledged not to take fossil fuel money and denounced the independent spending on her behalf. She also promised to work with Newsom on his proposal to impose a penalty on windfall oil profits and return that money to consumers. Mike Young is political and organizing director at California Environmental Voters, which supported Ashby's opponent, Dave Jones. 
Young says Ashby's comments show the politics have shifted in California around oil. Their money has become toxic, as it should be, and even their candidates are trying to be very careful about what they say or what they do and how connected they are to it. Oil companies did not respond to repeated requests for comment about their campaign spending, but at a California Energy Commission hearing last week examining high gas prices, Western States Petroleum Association CEO Catherine Reese Boyd acknowledged the enormous power the legislature and other state leaders have over the industry. Through public policy, the governor, the legislators, the regulatory agencies have the most opportunity to make changes that can positively impact Californians. No surprise, she opposes Newsom's proposal, saying it will only hurt consumers. It remains to be seen whether or not lawmakers buy that argument. For the California Report, I'm Marisa Lagos. The L.A. City Council voted unanimously on Friday to phase out oil drilling in the city and ban new oil wells over the next 20 years. The vote comes after decades of complaints from city residents about the effects of pollution from drilling. The move is opposed by leaders in the oil industry who claim it will cost the city money and make Los Angeles more reliant on foreign oil. A ban to phase out oil drilling has already passed in Culver City and unincorporated parts of L.A. County. Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment. And if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing, please consider becoming a KQED member. You get special access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. Plus, you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon. It's in you. Please be in it. Visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S. Thanks. As we've been reporting on the California report, the state is seeing a surge in new COVID-19 cases and hospitalizations. The latest numbers from the California Department of Public Health show an increase in both new daily cases and hospital admissions, both up more than 100 percent from a month ago. But there is some good news. California's top health official says more people are picking up the pace when it comes to getting the updated COVID booster. Cap Radio's Kate Wolf has more. Even as COVID rates and hospitalizations increase, less than a fifth of the state's population has received the shot. Now the rate is picking up speed. That's according to Dr. Mark Galley, Secretary of Health and Human Services. Californians are starting to get the message. They're starting to see the real reality of the threat. They're talking to their friends in healthcare. They're talking to the family member who missed three days of work or school because they're sick. And they're saying, wow, this is really kicking my butt. And we can avoid that. As of the state's last update, a little over 18 percent of Californians have received the shot. 
However, Galley says the state needs to work harder to close the gap between rich and poor communities. He said poor residents are 22 percent less likely to have had a booster shot than those on the other side of the spectrum. That's despite investment in trusted messengers in lower-income areas. If we deluded ourselves that we could wake up in the throes of a global pandemic and catch up on issues like equity and disadvantage and distrust of a healthcare delivery system, we've been dissuaded against that idea. Last year, the state committed to give $300 million annually to local health departments. Money, Galley said, will improve outreach and communication. For the California Report, I'm Kate Wolf in Sacramento. Moderate weather and well-timed rainstorms helped ensure a mild 2022 fire season in California. But CalMatters environment reporter Julie Cart says even in December, caution is still key with fire. There's not a fire official in California that will tell you that it's safe to do anything with fire in December. There's historically large and deadly fires have occurred in December, run off into January, very stubborn and difficult. And if you think about the topography and geography of California, the northern part of the state goes kind of quiet, uh, reliably, uh, in the winter. And then in the south, we have our Santa Ana winds. Those wind-driven fires are some of the worst in California history. So there really isn't a moment of rest and peace for firefighters here. That's Cal Matters, Julie Cart. And that's the California Report for Monday, December 5th. We're a production of KQED Public Radio. I'm Madi Bolaños. Thanks for listening and have a great day. Support for the California Report comes from Stanford Healthcare, alerting listeners to the critical blood shortage in the area. Now is the time to donate blood and make a difference. StanfordBloodCenter.org. The James Irvine Foundation, committed to a California where all low-income workers have the power to advance economically. Learn more at irvine.org. And Eric and Wendy Schmidt, whose philanthropy includes Schmidt Futures, which bets early on exceptional people making the world better, on the web at schmidtfutures.com. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. Hi there. I'm Randa Dirfatah from ThruLine. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today. You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org podcast. That's donate.kqed.org podcast. Do you love learning about the San Francisco Bay Area? It's history, it's people, it's unique blend of cultures? Then you should check out The Bay Curious Book. I'm Katrina Schwartz, editor and producer on The Bay Curious Podcast, and I'm here to let you know that for the month of May, we've worked out a sweet deal for KQED podcast listeners. Right now, you can get The Bay Curious ebook for $1.99. That's right, $1.99. Just search for Bay Curious wherever you get your ebooks or find a link in our show notes. This offer does expire at the end of the month, though, so you'll want to act on it fast. Happy reading!